Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day when I saw that hers come rolling for to carry my mother away all right okay let's go this is circle unbroken i am your host as previously mentioned taft airs and i'm joined in by my man my guru the chef the bartender, the look at his face. I'm joined in by Coach Mike. He gets a new moniker every day. Bartender's new, but listen, we have a bar in Kennedy Broadcasting, and that is a please, coffee. please, please stipulate that's a coffee I, I, I bar. Pause so his church is listening. <laughs> it's a coffee bar, and guess who tends it? Coach Mike, he buys everything we need. He takes care of the bar. We have all of the selections. It, this is the power of media. You see, you can splice up what we're saying yeah. today and hear the rest of the story. When I want a shot, I go to Mike, dot, 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 of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Dude, I am too. But our Trying to recover a little bit dude, from here, last week. But, here's the uh, thing. Our listeners know, especially because of the power of social media and the power of podcasting, not necessarily the radio side, because radio goes and it happens, and a lot of time there's power in live, but because you can come here and you can find a podcast, uh, because our guest that we'll introduce today is from out of town, this will live on in, in a special way. And so in real time, we're recording this, Coach, after a flurry of activity. Meaning the past two days, we set out a goal here where at Front Porch Radio, hand in hand with the Well Outreach locally, we set out a goal to feed 700 families here in our county. People that are families that are food insecure. And there's two, two terms I learned during this. I've grown up using words like hungry people, not, not as an insult, not in a bad way. Uh, but one of the things that the professionals use is they use the phrase, we're trying to battle food insecurity. And then I also have heard phrases like food drives or, or you know pantry giveaways. And they still use those terms, but they say this, they're very involved not only in helping battle food insecurity, but they are very engaged in going to different restaurants, Second Harvest Food Bank, and they call it food rescue. And coach, that, yeah. those phrases to me are neat. That that was a new one to mm-hmm. me. Um, and, and just to explain to everybody, because you might be confused, this the event that we're talking about actually, you know, by the time this airs, actually happened a week ago. Correct. That's right. So, um, but yeah, the 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 rescue the food. Uh, I've always wondered about that because you know I've noticed on you know my own shelf, I'll mm-hmm. see cans that are dated a certain you know well is this good or is this right. not I, I do a little research find out man you know that date is basically for the store to know that they need to sell it by a certain time that means the food is still good for probably yeah. another year if it's especially if it's canned it's probably two years three years it's still good 
after that, the way they can it and process it and stuff like that. But stores can only sell it for so long. Mm-hmm. And I've always wondered, what do they do with all that food that they don't, you know, because the, the last thing a store wants to see is an empty shelf as far as the customer relation is concerned. So they, they keep restocking and they pull and they stock, you know, and like I said, they rebrand, you know, sometimes they'll change the label on something, which means everything that was on the old label is gone. Right. What do you do with it? (laughs) Yeah. This was the first time I'd ever heard that somebody actually went out and uh, used it, got it, rescued it as such, because, uh, you know, like I said, the stores actually almost have to throw it away because they can't store it. They can't sell it. And so, yeah, here's something that, you know, it can be used for that is just, is fantastic. The food is still great. Yes. It's still good, you know. Uh, and so uh, I, I I think that's gr- a great way uh, of, of doing that. And I've never heard the food rescue before right. like that. So. Right. And I, I love the verbiage. And so, so what we did was we set out with the well outreach and we said we were going to feed 700 families at as little as $30 a family. And we had, we had goals, we had financial goals, we had other things that the well does that we had to account for as far as money, as far as other programs. And we just wanted to fund, we wanted to fund and hit a goal. And what I love is that we're recording this midday, but as of this morning, our goal was 700 and we were at 776 families and didn't the notice and still counting and still counting. And that was literally them saying, Hey, this is what we have in, in this form. And so it it was special. It was neat. I think it's important. Last night, this was super cool. My Coleman, who's my second grader, he told me, he said, Hey, did mom give you my $5? And my wife looked at me and she goes, tell tell him I did. And I said, okay, goes, we'll make was, it right. Because he was listening the other day. And what's cool is that he's, he went in and I'll mess up some people's system as they're listening to this now, but he went in and he said, Alexa, play hope for the hungry. Like, cause he had heard it and he thought he was doing it right. And you so just, you just set off a hundred different. I, I know I did. I hope there's a rap song called hope for hunger. And it's everybody's bumping some little baby right now, but we go, he goes and he does that and he gets it and he, and he donates. And I love it because last night we get into the car after church and he hadn't seen me really in two days. It's been nuts. And he says to me, he says, dad, did we do it? And that, that dude, that was so cool because he wanted to know, did we do it? Did we hit the goal? And I come from a culture that is mass media in the Christian space. Okay. The difference in the support drives is what we used to call it. We would do support drives to keep our nonprofit going. Well, the language of that was this. We are fully funded by listeners, and if you want to keep your station on air, please donate now. And it was good. It was noble. But you know how my kids heard that? Uh, if we don't hit it, will Dad have a job? Yeah. Uh, if we don't hit it, will we still get to live indoors? And so here's what's happened. On this drive, it was not, please keep Kennedy Broadcasting going. It was, there's hunger right here. I mean, there's hunger right here. It's tangible. We've got to do it. And so I want to say this to our, well, I love this, our circle and broken audience. Our format for those two days shifted from 4 o'clock uh, to 4 o'clock, to, 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. It shifted 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock. So it went two hours. 
and we were responsible at the very end for bringing us across the finish line. At one point, Coach, I even looked, and they said, you got any crazy challenges you want to do? And I said, all right, here we go, here we go. I said, I will rap right now. Give me three words that you want me to put into a rap. And they gave me, always oh, the people in the studio, they gave me Frappuccino, uh, what was it, <laughs> Bedlam, and what was the other one, Sagittarius. And I had to put those into an on-the-spot rap. And uh, one guy hits me up, and he's like, I don't know how much you were charging for us to listen to that rap, but uh, here's some money if you won't do that again. <laughs> and, bro, I don't care. And so without further ado, Coach, I want to welcome in a visitor, a special visitor. I've known him a grand portion of his life. And we worked it out for him to come in. And what we're going to talk about today is his journey, his journey from – Childhood where I've known him all the way up to now as a budding entrepreneur and new business owner because there, there's a little tease for you, there are people that are listening to us right now that have pains as a small business owner. And I think they forget where they came from. I think they forget, hey, I was this young fella who was wired this way. Maybe maybe school wasn't my thing. Maybe sports weren't my thing. Or maybe I dabbled in everything. And now here I am and here's what I know. And so I'm just going to walk through his journey because it will be inspirational for people. And this is my buddy, Josh Brumfield. Welcome in, man. Dude, it is good to be here. It's a good week to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, first off, I came in yesterday morning and had a strong cup of coffee. Let me tell you what. He was mixing them strong at the bar yesterday yeah. morning. And, uh, no watered-down version yeah, for that. No, thing. no, no. Not around here. Not at the front porch. Um, but, yeah, this, this is a great week to be here. Um, you know, this, this, in a sense, is not my community. Right? Sure, sure. Um, but to be here and to be a part of this community for a few days during a time where I get to see this community take care of each other and just see people, seeing people take care of people, uh, it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter who right. you're with, but just seeing that, it's good to see. And to be a part of it is even better. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, getting getting to be here while hungry people are getting fed up. Uh, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride that for a while i'm gonna be riding that way for a while it it was strong man you got here um and what we decided to do was we had a couple things planned for you on the business side and some people that i wanted you to meet that whether or not it was business or just being like-minded and i told him i said coach i said josh we're gonna get you on the show i said "I, i want to record the show and i hadn't told him very much and then he was driving in uh And as he was driving in, when he met you, he goes, is this the Coach Mike? And I went, oh, dude, Josh is a good conversationalist. That was nice. And then a few minutes later, he lets me know, oh, yeah, I listened. And I'm like, oh, so you know no, Coach Mike. Like, he he knows him. So that that was neat. And the other day, my son, Coleman, he's so literal. Okay. I mean, like, Coleman is the guy. The other day, we were driving. And just to give you a for instance, one of the stoplights was out in town. He goes, Dad, when the stoplight's out in town, what do you do? I said, well, buddy, hopefully everybody treats it like that. I told him this. And he goes, well, if it was out like forever, wouldn't the policeman just stand there and, and direct traffic? And I go, that, that's an idea. And he said, what about before stoplights? Did people stand out and say, your turn, your turn? I said, no, no, a lot more people died. 
uh, before this. It was called <laughs> the Wild Wild West, son. And we, so he'll ask you a question like that, just a question that we're just driving to Chick-fil-A. We're just driving to church, and he'll hit you with all of these just random questions. And so he has been asking me a lot of stuff lately about Front Porch Radio. He's enamored with it. And because he listens all the time and he says to me, it's second grader, y'all, that's my target audience. Uh, but, but he says to me the other day, he goes, dad. And I said, yes, son. He goes, businesses have security. I'm like, are you talking about like internet security? Like, you know, web protection. He goes, no, no, no. They have like security guards. I said, yeah, they do. And he said, does front porch radio have security? And so this is, I'm putting him to bed. Like I'm putting him to bed, and he's and Josh. He's asking me these well, questions. Yeah, he he thinks in three dimensions. He does for yeah. sure. And so this is my response. Yeah, buddy. And he goes, "What's the security's name?" And I panicked. So you know what I said, Mike. Mike. And I said, Mike is the security. That's, that's what you. I told him. And you know what he says next? <laughs> and he goes, "Is that like your mic?" And I go, "My my mic." And he goes, "Yeah, like he like whispers, Coach." And I'm like, dude, my man, my man, is he knows. And so, Mike, if you ever see him, just, just like when, when y'all are talking, just like put your finger to your ear, like your, your secret services. Yeah, we got one over on the west side. Okay. Yeah, what did you say? Eight twenty eight. It was great, dude. Yeah. He's fun, and and I tell you that story, Josh, because I want to press rewind on where you are now in your life, sure. and we're gonna get there. But I think one of the reasons that I'm crazy about you is. Coleman is our child that of the four that reminds me the most of you. Yes. And it makes my heart explode because I met you at a young age. And so do this for me. Paint a picture of what young Josh Brumfield was like. What were you like as a kid in your own estimation? Obnoxious. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I was, I mean, in a lot of ways, I'm, I'm still very similar to the way I was when I was a kid. Curious about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, curious about everything. Wanted to know everything. Was willing to ask anybody anything at any time, regardless of how inappropriate that timing was. <laughs> um, so I'd say, really, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of what separates me now from where I was at when I was a kid. When we got to know each mm-hmm. other. Um, it's just like establishing like some basic um like boundaries with people like <laughs> hey dude you can't uh you can't run up and uh and just hop on for a piggyback ride you know which would be devastating now at 215 pounds uh when i was when i was when i was a kid i was nuts I was nuts. Your dad, your dad used to, he would not like flat out apologize for Josh to me, but here's what he would say. He would say, so, so Josh was with you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At at a public event. He'd be like, now, you know, if you, if you ever need Josh to go and do something else, you can tell him. (laughs) And I was like, that's a polite way to say, if you need to dismiss him. Oh man, I, I, by the by, the time you knew me at twelve years old, I think I think I was twelve when we met. Right. By the time by the time you knew me, I was so accustomed to people telling me, "Just hey, could you go over there for a little while?" <laughs> because they had to. It, it was an, it was a necessity. Because man, I was if I if I liked you when I was a kid, and if you were around, I did. Um, 
I was, I was all over everybody. I was, I mean, I was obnoxious. I was an obnoxious kid, which, you know, has prepared me for, (laughs) for being an adult, I suppose, in some ways it's like, okay, I kind of understand obnoxious people a little better. Um, but yeah, man. And I'll tell you what I like, what I like so much about you right off the bat. Um, this could be scary. You could handle it. (laughs) I I knew, I knew that most people couldn't handle me and, um, and you could handle it and you just roll with it. I was like, this guy's a spark plug. I think, uh, I think the, so when I think about when I got to know you and we may have met before this, but when I remember like the, the image of Taft air being impressed on my mind, uh, it was at the ultimate youth rally. Okay. You were so wearing- everybody knows Ultimate Youth Rally is a youth rally that they named it. That was the name every year, Ultimate Youth Rally. But they would also play Ultimate Frisbee. Ultimate Frisbee, and you would compete like youth group versus youth group or team versus team. Go ahead, go ahead. And it was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. By the way, that was the coolest. It's still thing. going. Is it really? I, I believe I. It's it's still gone on to recent years like i've seen it yeah but it's not going like it was bro there's no chance there's no chance it went hard it carries on in name yeah go ahead let me tell you what uh but when i when i met you there uh you were wearing oh no white shoes of course yeah i remember exactly what you were wearing (laughs) because when i saw you wearing this you were also doing a freestyle rap um (laughs) you were wearing white shoes Baggy jeans, not quite Jeanco, okay. but okay. they were too big. Uh, a, like, you looked, uh, the shirt you were wearing looked like the guy from Blue's Clues. That's fair. I know the shirt. Yes. Yeah. And you were wearing a white visor upside down. <laughs> I'm, that sounds like a Halloween outfit is- now. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. Well, if this, you... this is creating a very interesting image yeah, right now. Coach. I'm glad. <laughs> and I don't know. Pictures. I don't know if you, yeah, I don't know if that was your, if that's just what you decided to wear that day or if you were like, I'm going to have fun with these kids sure. and I'm, I'm going to dress up goofy. But <laughs> in my mind, I was like, dude, I get, that's the coolest guy I've ever seen. <laughs> We so, so you you could have you could have set me on a path of fashion crisis. Oh yeah, for sure. Could <laughs> could have. Hopefully, there was more to it than that, right? No, no I did that. All, I did that all on my own later on. <laughs> well, I, here's what I loved. I loved it because I was in full time ministry at the time, and as I was in full time ministry, I had come up with this, and I've shared this with Coach before. One of the guys that was a very famous air quote air famous uh, preacher growing up took great care of me at our church in Nashville, but he sacrificed his family on the altar of ministry, Mm. meaning he took great care of me, but then I got to college and I met these people that were related to him, his grandchildren. And I said, your grandfather changed my life. And they said, I'm glad he changed somebody's. Mm. And coach, before we go to break here, the reason that I want to let our audience know that Josh meant so much to me is because I knew your father, I knew the family, and I knew, okay, this is an energetic kid who likes all places, and what I was really hopeful for was that he continued to like the church culture uh, because sometimes as a preacher's kid or a minister's kid, that's not the case. So we're going to go into break here. We're going to come back with Josh Brumfield, and we're going to talk about him growing up, his college experience, and then his first step into the working world. We'll be back here on Circle Unbroken. Circle Unbroken. 
My name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. All right, we're back at Circle Unbroken. You are with us wherever you are. We're glad that you're here. I'm your host, Taft Ayers, joined in by my man, Hot Mike. Welcome back, sir. <laughs> Good afternoon. Hot, Hot Mike. He mixes up the hits and he tends the coffee bar. And as we mentioned earlier. Stress uh, on coffee. Yeah. My son Coleman knows that also that coach is standing ready to protect and defend the honor of Kennedy Broadcasting one slug at a time. And also we have back my man Josh Brumfield. Welcome back, sir. Dude, what's going on? Dude. I'm pumped that you're here. Folks that are just now catching up or tuning in, Josh is a great friend of mine. Uh, His family means the world to my family. I can't say enough good things about his dad, and I can't say enough great things about his mom. That's how we rank and file. And one thing that I like about Josh is that ever since I have known you, since you were a child, you had an energy. I called you a spark plug earlier. And sometimes people don't know what to do with that. Sometimes you have to figure out what to do with yourself. And I've made some parallels to Coleman, to to one of my sons, because Coleman is the son, here's how we would describe it, that probably we wear out the hardest and we hug the longest. Coleman is the kid that will, will test you. He'll push you. Uh, He'll do it. And then he'll go, he'll look at you. He'll do something ridiculous and then look at you and be like, Hey dad, (laughs) <laughs> like it's one of those things of I see you seeing me, but then he's also the kid that he's gonna get on your hip and not let go. He's going to give a real care about what you're doing. So that that's why I think I'm so drawn to you now. You know? Yeah, I tell you what, uh hanging out with your family for the past few days, dude, I vibe with Coleman. Mm-hmm. I, I totally get <laughs> Coleman. Um and there and there have been a few kids and you know, I think that's a real blessing. Like, and I, I considered it a curse growing up. Sure. Because like I was, like I knew, I knew that I was obnoxious, but I felt like I couldn't help it. You know, right. And and it, yeah, it felt like a curse. I was like, yeah, nobody knows what to do with me, and I don't know what to do with myself. Um, but now I just love those kids. Right. I just love those kids. I've known, I've known maybe three of them. Yeah. And it's just like, and I, you know, I've done some work with the youth ministry and uh, counsel at a bunch of camps and stuff. And another thing I love, those kids are usually by themselves. Right. And so it's like, here we go. I was made to like, you know, 
be a, I was, I was made to be able to minister to this kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like the kid that, you know, it's, it's hard for everybody else, but it's not hard for me. It's, it's natural. So man, I, I love your boy Coleman. I love all your kids. Sure. Sure. But man, Coleman, I, I can vibe with Coleman. I think if you like to fix it, find it, break it, bend it, sometimes you do wind up by yourself because you're, you're just as fine. Even though you're a life of a party, you're also just as fine doing this as you are doing something else. Like, oh, they don't like to take that apart? Or, oh, well, this, I can this, make it this, is, this has been an interesting dichotomy for me because as I've met this, this young man and, and, and stuff, to me, he is the most laid back mm-hmm. and quiet guy comes in sits you know kind of sits in a corner room just takes everything in Mm -hmm. just very calm very collected (laughs) very measured and then he comes in with a very quiet voice and drops bombs yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) you you just became josh's hero you know that's a great description and and, uh you know to hear you know not you know the terms obnoxious and spark you know, that just isn't the mm-hmm. image i got when i first met him that's and that's accurate and that's why it gives me so much excitement because i've i've told my wife that that this specific kid that we have is going to make a an impression he, he is going to change people's worlds you know through growth and this yeah. and so let's let's i like coach's assessment there because that's true uh <laughs> and so you you head on out. Listen, I'm, I'm going to press fast forward here, just because we're in our format. Dude, you you make it. You make it through school, and it's college time. Barely. Okay. Yeah. I Josh says I I advanced school. right. I barely graduated. And coach. Okay. Now knows he, that. Is he, was he one of those? You know, there's there's come Lottie, uh, sum, summa cum Lottie, and thank the Lottie. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, graduated, I graduated. Thank the Lottie. Let me let me tell you, coach. Let me tell you how bad they wanted me out of high school. I failed every algebra class in high school. To this day, I haven't passed an algebra class. Um, I had one credit left that I needed so that I could graduate high school, and they wanted me out of there so bad. They let me take a cake decorating class, (laughs) and I passed that cake decorating class, and I walked. I left. Well, I didn't walk. They didn't let me walk, but I left. Yeah. Hey, you got that little piece of paper, right? I got that there piece we of go. paper. That's, and, that's... Uh, and you showed my kids last night the cake that you made because yes. Marley loves making some cakes. And I looked at him. I go, you didn't, no, you didn't. He goes, I did. And here's a picture. And what what was the cake that you made to graduate? What was it? What did it say on it? The cake that I made to graduate was the um, was the logo for the band The Stray Cats. <laughs> Uh, which which is um, Brian Setzer, great group. Some of, some of my favorite music, some of my favorite rock and roll oh. music of all time. But uh, yeah, Stray Cats got me through high school. So this guy, the cake making Renaissance man, um, goes and embarks on a college experience. Yes, okay? I did. And so grew up in Memphis, Memphis area, and you attend college where? Uh, I went to. Um, You'll like this, Coach. I went to Oklahoma Christian. Hey. yeah. I grew up about two blocks from there. Oh, right on. I knew this right was going to be fun. Well, well, where in town? Jim Robinson Drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just just a block from Baird Drive. Yeah. There's a big name there in Edmond. And, uh, yeah, I used to go play on that campus quite a bit. Yeah, that's great. Well, I really enjoyed my time there. How long uh, was it, Josh? How long was I in school? Yeah. I was in school for a year and a half. Gotcha. I could not remember. That, that, yeah. that sounded like a loaded question when I said it that way, but I, I knew it wasn't full. 
but I didn't know how long. No, and and so here's here's the interesting thing. Um, you know, I've I've gone to college collectively for about seven years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people go to college for seven years. <laughs> You tell you tell everybody you can keep your four years. I'm yeah. seven years. Um, yeah, I mean, but that's kind of going back to like what you were saying uh, a few minutes ago, and when I was kind of talking about like obnoxious kid, don't know what to do with yourself. I, man, I still don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> um, but but the cool thing is, I love it now. Right, I love it now. Uh, I don't I don't want to know. I don't want to know because every time I do something else it is it's more money in the bank it right. might not actually be money in the bank but like just mentally it puts me it puts me ahead like yeah. what what else what else can i collect i'm a collector i'm a collector of things i'm a collector of ideas like if i can collect it that's a win that's a win for me so like yeah Go to school for ministry for a year and a half. That was great. Learned a lot of stuff. Sure. Loved it. I never intended to graduate. So I took all the classes I wanted to take. I didn't take any of the gen eds because I didn't care about that. And uh, and I took what I had there and moved on with it to the next thing. I went to um I went to veterinary school for a year. Right. Um that was cool. I went and worked at a vet clinic, hated that, <laughs> decided I didn't want to finish that schooling. Everybody, here's a bunch of animals. Yeah, here, here, <laughs> we're going to put down seven dogs today. Can oh, you stand here? And, oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, that was a terrible, God bless anybody who can work at a vet clinic. Sure, sure. That, that, that was rough. Um, so I did that. Um, I started working at... Uh, Started working at dealerships, doing some mechanical work. Um, I love working on cars. As you say, when you did that, did you start to find a little bit more of your lean, your bend? Uh, well, I tell you what, getting my hands into the work mm-hmm. is what great timing. Getting my hands into the work, and then we hear a buzzsaw in the taking off here with our renovations at Kennedy Broadcasting. Yeah. We just bring sound effects. So go ahead, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, getting getting my hands into the work, uh, doing something. That's that's one thing. When you're high energy, um, when you're high energy, you have to have outlets right. for that stuff. You have to be doing something. So, like my very first job was um, making cold calls for State Farm. Yeah, and I lost my mind, dude. That, khaki that, pants didn't do it for you. Did it they? was the most. I did have to wear khaki. I know. Pants. <laughs> I did every day. What can Josh do for you? <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, I knew I didn't want to do that. So I was like, well, I got to do something. Work with my hands. So I went and worked at some car dealerships. I did that for about three years. Um, and I, I love working on cars. And I, I raced cars down in Oklahoma City. And of course, when you're racing cars, you put the cars together yourself. And you go break them and then fix them. Like they tear them apart. And and then, you know, yeah, you <laughs> race it, break it, fix it, repeat. Right. Um, that was a blast. Um, but I, you know, just like anything else, like um, you're working for somebody else. Right. And you are doing the same thing over and over again every day and there's really with dealerships especially like there's not that much variety like you got you got seven guys in there 
and each guy kind of has like, well, this when this comes in, you're kind of the guy to do it. So you wind up doing the same thing uh, every day, and that's just not really for me. Now, it was nice to work with my hands, but variety, Taft, is the spice of life. That's right. That is right. So you you have all this variety. You've done all these different things. You're very well versed at this point. You you've you've done college. You've figured some things out, and then you've said, you know what? There's a whole world for me to figure out. I've done this job for a little bit. I've gone this place, and there may be somebody listening right now who has bounced around. And when they've bounced around, they've almost felt or been told this stigma of the fact that you're bouncing around, we equate it with failure or we equate it with this uncertainty sometimes. And you know that, that bumper sticker that says, and I I know it's a, it's a broader quote than this, but I always see it on cars that says all that wander are not lost. Right. Yes. And when we look at that and you think about it, it's, you know what, because I am versatile because I am willing to go and do what I need to do. We can wind up being the opposite of a failure. We can wind up finding ourselves, you know what? Hey, sorry. I don't like to be caged. Yeah. So sorry. Sorry that, you know, I don't really like the idea of checking into a prison every day. You know, sorry, sorry that that's not me. Okay. And so, you you hit a point where you go from being a little boy who who will go off by himself or who is told to do this to okay, I think that life is an adventure. Yeah, and you start to explore. But when I was a kid, I thought, well, one day I'm going to be an adult and I'll do whatever I want. And mm-hmm. here I am, and it's great. And um, you know, I I think that's I think that's good. I think it's good to like as, as a kid. What do kids want? Kids want to do whatever they want. I think that is great. You just have to want the right things. Right. So, like, no kid wants to sit at school all day. No. And I don't think any adult wants to sit behind a desk all day. But you wind up doing that because it's what you're supposed to do. Sure. Now, if you're listening and you do like that, God bless you. (laughs) God bless you. It's not for me. It's not for me. And, uh, you know. CPAs, attorneys, y'all hold it all together, and I appreciate it. Um, but, man, I want to do 10 different things right. all the time, and I can't. But I can do one thing and another thing and another thing. And, um, you know, well, I'll tell you what. i tell you what has held it all together for me. And I'm not just saying this because she's going to listen, but my wife – my wife has been able to take she's she's like a prism. Sure. She's like a prism. You know, light goes in one side, <laughs> comes out all organized on yeah. the other side. <laughs> Dude, she has she has um she has reined me in and not in the way that like, you know, it's not it's not like she's, you know, bossing me around, making sure that you know, I'm I'm following all the rules and whatnot. Um but she has she's given me a purpose 
right? For what and that, I'm doing. And that's what we see with a lot of entrepreneurs. They have a special person that helps them with this yeah. process. We're going to go to break here, Josh. When we come back, I'm going to talk about how she has helped you and where you are now with your new business, man. Oh, dude, let's talk. I'm about excited it. about that. We'll be back on Circle Unbroken as we repair some things. Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. 
Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. do men things and what I get to do is I get to step in in my manliness and I get to interrupt Johnny Cash and company. And so that's how I know that I'm really balling when I when I get to do it. Uh here we are. I've got coach Mike and I also have Josh Brumfield and I want to pick up exactly where we left off. Here here's where we are, Josh. Where we are is we were talking about your journey. We were talking about your steps now into your entrepreneur spirit. You've done some jobs. You've realized, I don't want to work for somebody else. I I want to go and I want to create. I want, you said something earlier, that variety is the spice of life. Yes. And I believe, I've said, I've told people this before, variety is the spice of life. I've also told people when they're on a diet, when they're doing something else, if you don't cheat, you don't stick. Well, here's what's funny. Those things apply to Does all not apply to marriage. Except marriage. <laughs> Variety is not the spice of life. Now, within your marriage, that's cool. Like when my wife changes her hair color and it's new and different, I'm like, hey, okay, that's different within the context. Uh, if you don't cheat, you don't stick. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no open no, concepts here. No. So no. here we are with Josh, who's describing his wife, who has, some would say, reined him in. But there's a more beautiful way to say it. She has pointed you and steered you, right? She has she has directed my purpose as it mm-hmm. pertains to my family. I like yeah. this. And uh, what it is is it's it's just her. Right. It's it's not it's not this thing that she's done. It's just who she is. And so I'm I'm kind of I'm over here. I'm over there. I'm all over the place. She's right here. She's right in the middle, and that's where she stays. And man. Just having a presence like that is uh, is a game changer. My parents, my parents have, have always been there. You know, we've got sure. a good, strong family. But when I was a kid, I was out of the house if I could be out of the house. You know, I, I wasn't around my parents all the time. Um, and then I got to high school; they didn't even know where I was at. Um, 
And so every single night I get home as early as I can get home and I'm with Rachel. And now I'm with Rachel and Emmett, my son. And um, just having that presence. And let me tell you something. You know this already. You're married. And I love my parents. But I love Rachel. Right. Man, it's different. It's different. You find that person and it's like, I don't care what's going on. Like this is my person. What what's gonna make what's gonna make her happy with me? And if she's happy with me, I'm happy. Smart man. Yeah. So that that presence has been enough to be like, okay, whatever I'm doing, and that doesn't mean that I can't do fifteen different things. Sure. But whatever I'm doing is like I'm not doing this because it's fun. It might be fun, but I'm doing this because I got a family to support. And that does change things. That does change things. And it does, and it makes you have an appreciation. And one thing I've noticed since you've been here the past few days is that with your new company, old school detailing. Old school detailing. You've got you've got some swag for it. I've seen your business cards around town. Um, you've got your shirt. I know before we recorded this show today, a lady had hit you up and you've done some training and some work here and you went over and dropped your card off with somebody who had approached you yesterday. Sure. Because there's a great way, even if you're not in the town, I've always told people, hey, have a person to where, hey, I've got this lead or that person and we, we can do this together. You now, I've heard you a few times, reach out to your wife and say, hey, I got this, I got this idea about the business. Or, hey, here's something we need to think about from merch or from this or from product or from development. And so to have somebody who, as you have started this company, a lot of people that listen to us are the small business owner. And I think that the phrase small business owner can throw people off because you can start building an empire and it's still considered a small business, uh, you know, up to hundreds of employees. You know? oh, and yeah. so when you look at it and you see it, you're at the stages right now where I want people to remember why they started Oh, sure. Give yeah. us a little bit of that why, as you said, you know what, I want to start doing this. Yeah, first of all, I want to say about Rachel, uh, as far as it pertains to the business, my partner in this thing is my wife, Rachel, mm -hmm. and I have lucked out on that front because Rachel, she's my partner because we're married, right? Sure. Built-in partner. But if I was going to hire somebody, it would be Rachel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all of the back-end stuff that I don't want to do, all of the complicated stuff when it comes I can't use a computer taft. <laughs> all, all of that stuff, Rachel handles it. We work, we actually, Rachel and I worked together at the roofing company that I was at did before. Did you really? And that's what she did there. And she was the best at it. And so I was like, we're, we're leaving the roofing company and I'm taking your best employee with me. Not talking about myself. And I might sleep with her. And, and I have, but that's a week. <laughs> I got a kid and one on the way. So well, I can, the circle. <laughs> we can, I can explain that to you off the pod. Um, but uh, yeah, man, this, this business, um, I have wanted to start my own business since I was a kid. When I was a kid, I told my parents, I'm going to have an auto body shop because I loved mm. race cars and I loved hot rods. I was like, I'm going to have an auto body shop. I'm going to make the coolest cars anybody's ever seen. I still might. Who knows? <laughs> but that's not what I'm doing right now. Um, but I've wanted, to, I've wanted to have a business 
And I never wanted to work for anybody else, especially now that I've done a lot of working for other people. Sure. Um, you're working for somebody else. You are on their schedule. And let me tell you, when you have a family, being on somebody else's schedule is just not ideal. It's just not ideal. Um, so now I've got my own business. What now? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And that's what I'm figuring out. And I'm not on here to tell you that I've started my own business and that now I've figured everything out and it's smooth sailing. Taft, I have no idea. Tell me some of your hopes and dreams for this business. Because dreams don't work unless you do. And so what are some (laughs) of your dreams for that? Well, fortunately for me, working comes natural. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, I've seen you. And dreaming comes natural. Man. My dream for this business is that I get to do something that I enjoy every day, uh, which I do. I, I love detailing cars. I enjoy it. I soak it up, man. Um, but look, if I, can, if I can work for myself and have a few people working for me, um, providing jobs for other people, that excites sure. me. Yeah. That excites me. I, I don't really know how to do that at this point, but that excites me. Um, but man, being able to provide the kind of life for my children that I got to experience growing up, like we had plenty to eat. Sure. We had, we had skateboards, (laughs) we had bikes, right. You know, like, we didn't have oh, we didn't have a ton of stuff. We didn't wear all the name brand clothing and whatnot, but we had enough to enjoy our childhood. And man, oh, just thinking about my kids not having a worry in the world, man, that would be so nice. That would be so nice. And so, man, that's what I want to do. I want to. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, Taft. I'm in this thing to make a little bit of money. Sure. You know, that better be the case. You know, you know what I'm saying, right? Um, I'm not dreaming about I'm not dreaming about fancy cars and a big house, uh, but I'm telling you, man, uh, if I can if I can come in here, have my own business, make some good money, and give my family the life that every family wants to have, dude. What else is there to want? And that's what I want people to hear. I want people to hear that they may be a business owner who's down the road and Josh, they're trying to make payroll for Thursday, right? So, so some of the things that business owners tell me is you grow to a point where you want to provide stuff for families and you want to do it. And then they can sometimes begrudgingly think about payroll. They can think about all these people work for us, all these people are on our team. And when I counsel the small business owner, they'll always say, yeah, but payroll's coming. And then they have that feeling. It's not because they don't like their employees, but because they're thinking about how they're going to grow and what they're going to do, how it's going to work. And I want people that are hearing this right now to remember the voice of the young guy who said, I'm going to launch out. I'm going to do this. And when I'm going to do this, I have a passion in my voice. Yeah, I want to do a million things. This is the thing that I'm doing right now that can make a difference. Josh, tell us, uh, here's two things I want to know. Number one, why the name Old School? And number two, you've got a great website. It's clean. 
It's good. There are people that don't understand the power of a website, and I love that somebody does. I don't think that should just be younger people. I think it should be people that care about being found. Sure. Okay, because the world that we live in, you find it, a couple clicks, a couple swipes, you know, voice to talk, like whatever it might be, voice to text. So, Josh, tell me why the name Old School, and then give us your website. Uh, the name Old School Detailing, man, that's it's me. It's me. I'm an old school guy. Yeah, I'm right. an old school guy. I've always been an old fashioned guy, um, unapologetically. And so I wanted to pick something that was at the same time succinct, but also descriptive. And let me tell you what, when I when I come and detail your car, you were getting old school quality. It says right there on my website, the kind of quality your grandfather would be happy with. I love that. The kind of quality your grandfather would expect, something yeah. like that. You always hear people say, man, things aren't, things aren't like they used to be. And that's true, but, uh, but they are. Yeah. For me. Oh, yeah. I like that. And so, um, old school www. You still got to say that, right? You say whatever you want, baby. They can search it, find it. You just tell them the domain. Old school KC.com. Yes. Old school KC.com. I like that. And, um, yeah, you can, uh, you can find some stuff on there. The website needs work. Um, but it does look good. It does. It's, it's clean. There's, there's just going to be more stuff on there over time. Right. So, Oh, I heard a guy the other day, he was describing somebody else's website at the business and he looked it up and it was kind of a, a less than website. It was subpar. And he goes, well, here's the good news. They didn't waste a lot of money on the website. I'm like what a way to insult somebody. <laughs> but, but when you are, when you are intentional, Josh, yeah. that's, that's what I like about you. And I like capturing stuff like this. I like capturing these things because you'll be able to look down the road and you'll be able to say, hey, this is when I started. This is what we wanted to do. This was a vision. And and it's a benchmark. It keeps you in check. And that's why I like to have guests on this show, Circle and Broken, because we focus on faith, business, and community. And those are three components of your life. A man that's faithful, I mean, a man that wants to be loyal no matter what, that's a currency of value for you. I know this about you. It's loyalty. Hey, I'm going to be here. The thing about a kid that grows up right on somebody's hip is the guy who says, you know what, cool, put me in the corner. But when I grow up, that's where I'm going to be, in your corner. And that's what I like about you, Josh. Yeah, that's yeah. What I like. um, of those three things, it's funny you got me on here talking about business. Of those three things, business is the least important thing to me. It's sure. community and faith. And um, so I would say ultimately, ultimately for my business, what I want what I want is a good life for my family. And I want to use this as an opportunity to build community. I wanna be I don't wanna be a detailer. I wanna be the guy. Like that's my guy. Like when when my car needs clean, like that's the guy. Mm-hmm. And I come back and I say Hey, Mrs. Jones, how are you? How's your right. family? You know, I'm cleaning your car today, but I want to know how you're doing. It's those relationships that matter. And so if this if this business is a huge success, and I don't see any reason it won't be, it's looking like it so far, um, then that's great. If I make a bunch of money, that's great. But if I build relationships in the community where I live, and I'm able to have these uh, relationships for life, that is gold. That is gold. 
We're joined in today by our special guest. We want to thank him as we go out, Josh Brumfield. Man, he reminds you why you do what you do. Need more people like him and need more people loving on kids to get them into this circle of life that makes yours better. We're thankful you were here today on Circle Unbroken. Make it a good one. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day when I saw that hers come rolling for the care.